What's up, college baseball fans? We are back. 11.7 College Baseball's podcast. And you guys have already seen it. Just released the video. We have some big news. Big breaking news. If you're not on social media, we have formed a marriage, formed a partnership that's stronger than ever. It's with our guys at Apollo Houston, Houston's number one sports media site. They are here. They're all about the college baseball content. We have Dez. We have Stoney. We got a little Alex Bregman in the back helping us out. Big things are coming in 2022. Forget about 2020. Forget about 2021. We are a team now. We are growing college baseball, and we are going to be the number one podcast, the number one YouTube channel, the number one TikTok channel for college baseball. All the viral moments were here. Dimitri, he's not on this episode. He just got back playing baseball in Nicaragua. But what I want to do, and yeah, I'm being dead serious. He played Winter League Baseball in Nicaragua. I want to introduce the two new seam heads we have here on the show. We got Apollo Dez, co-founder of Apollo Media, doing huge things. Just got a TikTok with 2 million views. And then we got, <laughs> we got Apollo Stoney. Our Mississippi State, yes, I said that, our Mississippi State fan. We had to bring one. He's showing us a cowbell right now. Great for podcasts. Fraudulent championship. Fraudulent. Oh, God. We all know NC State got robbed. But we have a lot to talk about on this episode. This is going to be our introductory episode to 2022. We are back full-time for college baseball content. Guys, so excited to have you on. So excited to have... Not even just YouTube, but our whole your whole team that comes with you. The video editing, the merchandise. We're doing it all. 11.7 is taking the next step, just so it's not just me and Dimitri anymore. So, Des, I want you to go first. Tell, tell the fans, tell the college baseball listeners who you are, background, where you played college ball, and kind of what you guys are doing at Apollo Houston. Yeah, absolutely. Um, first off, I mean, this is not – this is a long time coming one. But two, what Ben and Dimitri have done at 11.7, taking over the entire marketplace. I've looked up to them. I'm so thankful that they wanted to co-brand and bring this marriage together and just go in one direction and bring college baseball, content, podcast, everything in between to the forefront, which it should. And it's a testament to what you guys have built, testament to what you guys have put in, all the hours, all the work. I understand where you guys are coming from because we've been doing it on the backside at Apollo on the Astro side. And so I was a co-founder of Apollo Media. We broke in when the Astro scandal broke, bang, bang, trash cans, all that. Um, and it really put us out in the forefront of everything. We got all the guys wearing our merch. We got guys coming on doing content, everything else. H-Town versus day, everyone. H-Town versus everyone. H-Town versus everyone. <laughs> rocking it right now. But at the end of the day, College baseball has been the lifeblood of what I've loved consuming content wise and watching. And so Stoney and me last year, when we pivoted off the Astro stuff, like, let's do the road to Omaha, blah, blah, blah. We saw what Ben and Dimitri were doing. I, I mean, look, we all love Kindle. We love all the other stuff, but let's be real. Ben and Dimitri are the godfathers. Look, let's let's be let's be hundred percent real. All right. <laughs> and so we were like, let's get together, let's let's go and this attack the entire country. And let's just go. And so here we are. Um, 
the big announcement, everything going on, and we're ready to rock and roll. And so I'm excited. I know Stoney's excited. I'll let Stoney talk for himself. But I play college ball down in uh, UH Victoria, the NAIA. Gotta love it. The Harvard of the South, some people say. Hey, NA, NAIA lives matter too, Des. Look, in, thank you. NAIA li- <laughs> <laughs> It's the Harvard of the South down here. Look, we play, we play D2 teams. We play top JUCO teams. We play D1 teams. Like, NAIA lives matter. That's, that's a great thing. And here we are. And so what we can do is just combine the forces and just attack it all and get you guys the best content. And it's going to be, I'm telling you guys, the podcast is already speaks for itself. They've, they've destroyed it. They've killed it. All of that. We're talking TikTok. We're talking YouTube content, long form content, Twitter, all of it. We're going to have award shows. We're going to have, it's going to be just a Mardi Gras weekend every single episode. You guys are taking doing. over where Dimitri and I have been weak the last couple of years. A lot of video content we've been slacking on merchandise instagram TikTok. we we just didn't have the manpower to do it or the willpower to do it but where you guys are coming in it's going to take us to the moon man i'm so excited so lucky to have you guys willing to uh to come on board with us and and us come on board with you now stony before you say a word i want to speak on your behalf just real quick okay you're a good guy I, i i've known you on twitter for over a year now you're a good guy you're probably going to be the most hated guy on this show. I just want to let you know. Dez, very likable. You know, even though he's a UT fan, I'm Orange very likable. Dimitri, actually, Dimitri might be the, the, the hated guy still. But you and your Mississippi State roots, number I'll say it right now, probably like 1A or 1B college baseball in America. Arkansas is up there as well. But there's a lot of Mississippi State haters out there, especially after that national championship you guys won. But I just want everybody to know, great guy. He, he has good intentions, but it's okay to hate him. All right. So before I give any backstory, I've just got to say. Unbelievable. The national counts. We beat Texas, which was the real national championship. And then we beat the fake national championship in Vancouver. Fair and square. I don't know. I don't know. I, you can't can't yell at me. No one can miss the state. Best baseball team in 2021. We're in 2022 now. It's a new year. It's a new, yeah. new time Def- to suffer or celebrate. Defending so, champs now. Target on your back. Opening remarks. Yeah. State national championship counts. It's just like the 2017 Astros. It still counts. I don't care. But anyway. <laughs> I was, I was not a football player in college. I played uh, – I didn't play. I swam. I was a swimmer. Weird sport. Uh, D3 school, Birmingham, Southern, Alabama. But grew up loving college baseball. I grew up in Alabama. So college baseball, college football, it just ball. So always loved it. My dad was a Texas guy. I heard all these stories about Palmero, Clark from the state, from my grandpa. It just never ends. And I've always been in love with it. And like Des said last year, we I approached him, wanted to start a college baseball podcast because it was cornered by you and Dimitri. And I felt like people needed more to listen to because people love content. And if they get a little bit of it, they want more of it. So I'm incredibly thrilled to be a part of the 11.7 uh, family now. I'm also kind of sad because now I'm a part of the best college baseball podcast and now i don't really get to listen to it 
So, my, my ears are You're such a, a businessman. Look at you schmoozing. Look at Unbelievable. Him. It's true because the D1 Baseball Podcast, as great as it is, it's it's not this. We're not we're not talking shit. They, they just – it makes me more wave. knowledgeable about the sport. We're the but, new wave, the new age. Everything, when you're talking with your buddies, when you're talking with your family, when you're at tailgates, before you go to the game, whatever stadium we are across America, right? You're sitting in your group message. You're talking shit. That's what we are. That's who we are. Guys be, we're just guys being dudes hanging out, right. talking about college baseball. This guys being dudes. Yeah, nationwide coverage. We just, I mean, we're we're here so that fans don't have to watch thirty different games on ESPN Plus. We're here breaking down everything and just guys being dudes attitude, and that's the best way to put it. Um, but no, Stony. Seriously though, we were lacking a swimmer on this podcast, so that's why we needed you. Yeah. Like we we had to wingspan. have somebody here. Yeah, we had to have somebody that was that was a swimmer. We were lacking in that category, just in you case. Need an like outside perspective, sometimes we need to let sure. group think around here. Guys. Somebody challenged us to a swim meet. At least we we're like a little bit confident. Yeah, then everybody up. A hundred percent, we went one one leg of a race. Yeah, no doubt. But um, I'll no, any often get the get the lead. Yeah, for sure. Just you be the you'll be the first guy and the anchor, and then I'll sit and watch. It's fine. I think I still it. swim with a shirt on, to be honest. I think I think I'm still that guy. Me As you wish. Don't worry about that. Me too. Um, but stepping away from college baseball for a little bit, I'm gonna get a little personal here. I'm gonna get a little selfish. Big things happened in this offseason for me. Got married, having a kid in March. So uh baby hold on, boy. Hold on. Right Say in the middle. Again. Say it with your chest. <laughs> Say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. Let's do it. I, right all right. Back. So I got married this offseason. I'm having a kid in March. Big oh. life goals. Uh, it happened fast, 26 years old. But Congrats on the sex. Yeah, seriously. No. Yep. I, dude, I'm still a virgin. I don't 100%. know how I'm having a kid. This is crazy. <laughs> um, it's crazy to me. I don't know how it adds up. But anyways, so, of course, like having a kid in the middle of college baseball season, I knew I probably wouldn't be available as much for college baseball content. Of course, I like live. I love this game, live, breathe, die from this game, college baseball. Um, but having Dez, having Stoney, having Dimitri here, it's going to be 10 times better with or without me because, you know, I trust these guys. I trust Dimitri. They're entertaining. Um, but if there is an episode in the future where I'm not here, don't think I quit on the show like James Berry did. Uh, not to throw any shade, but our, uh, our original co-host two years ago, my best friend, James Berry, I can give him shit, but um, I'm not going to quit on the show. I'm all for 11.7. But big life changes, kids coming the way. But I have a baby shower tomorrow, too, which is, well, I guess if we're releasing this Monday, I'm having a baby shower a couple days ago. Yeah. This is like a tenant episode. Like, time doesn't exist, but it does yeah. exist. And we're, like, reverse engineering it all. Yeah. Um, but with all that being said, I cannot wait for the season coming up just because last year we really saw it in, in the college baseball world how much this game has grown, how much more excitement there is on social media. And with the MLB lockout, there might not be any other baseball but college baseball that we get to sit and enjoy and see tons of new fans swarm in. We're going to give them a breakdown on every team they need to follow, players they need to follow, guys who are going to be drafted, guys who are just salty vets who have been in the same team for six years because now we have some six-year seniors with the COVID year. So there's just a lot of moving pieces with college baseball. 
Um, but we really saw it pick up some steam last year with those viral moments going crazy on Twitter, million views on walk-off home runs. Um, and then, of course, the outrage of Omaha with the NC State COVID Rod. debacle. Rod. That, I mean, Good Morning America was talking about it. Crazy. Look, Who would have thought? On this podcast, on this podcast, two-thirds of it, actually three-fourths of it because Dimitri's not here, were robbed and America was robbed of their true one national champion. This is Game of Thrones type shit. This is HBO is making a, a thing. So Stoney has to be here this entire year and live up to this fraudulent championship that only him and this the half a state of Mississippi is just kind of accepting while the rest of America is going back to work, going back to their lives <laughs> because of a fraudulent Game of Thrones championship. Yes. We said here on our podcast, the Texas Mississippi State games were series. Are we, are, am I wrong in saying that? Because we I, definitely. I, I think you're slightly that. wrong in the sense of that Texas laid on the sword and said, look, Mm-hmm. We respect what's going on here, but we're going to lose on purpose. Texas is not. We're going to lose on purpose. We have honor and integrity, right? And NC right. State's our true national champion. Yeah, Texas right. kneeled the ball. They they had the ball, winning possession. Was, they said, you know, I'm just going to kneel it out for our boys at NC State. Hey, they, Des, they said kneel it you, out, quarterback draw, one of the two. You were in Omaha, Stony. Were you in Omaha too? I was. Yeah, I, I was there. The opening game for Mississippi State in Texas, which was yeah. a Will Bednar show and a Landon Center show, and it gives Des nightmares. Absolute I mean, nightmares. What was it, like 19 strikeouts or something crazy or maybe more? It I mean, was it was disgusting, and I was there, and, and it was the most yeah. beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. So if you were in Omaha, like we all three were, it is no doubt, obviously Mississippi State, they, they won a national championship. I'll honor it. But the team that was playing the best in Omaha was no doubt NC State. They, they were clicking on all cylinders. I mean, heck, they played a game against Vanderbilt with, what, 11 players and, like, three of them were POs, and it was a close game. Yeah. Like, they, they could have easily have won. So, I mean, it's a shame. It, we're going to give it kind of like the UCF football treatment of, all right, NC State national champions kind of really, and Mississippi State national champions kind of whatever. But this year, hopefully COVID doesn't play any factor at all. I mean, it's ridiculous now that, um, you know, there was basketball games being delayed and postponed just a few months ago. Uh, I mean, they're 20, I mean, 18 to 23 year old kids. Um, I don't want to get political or anything, but nobody's dying from this at this age. It's not a risk. Like, let them play. Don't, whatever. I'm not going to go on that. I'm not going to go down that road. I want to say something (laughs) about Mississippi State's. COVID situation last year that did not happen. A team not fully vaccinated in Mississippi State, in the state of Mississippi where COVID is a very hot topic. <laughs> they beat COVID. They beat Texas. They beat NC State. Beat COVID. That's all it was. Yeah. I mean, they did. I think we can all agree, though. <laughs> we can all agree that we're glad Vanderbilt didn't walk away with that national championship because 100%. everybody was against them. Like, I felt bad for them. I, I'm not a huge Vanderbilt guy. Obviously, I respect the program that they've built and the dynasty they've built. But nobody in America, other than that little pocket of people in Nashville, Tennessee, wanted the Whistler. The, Whistler, the oh, worst there's guy. There's two of them. I know. 
There's and two whistlers. I talked to the whistler in, in Omaha. Great guy. He was actually nice, but he's annoying. Anyways, nobody wanted to see Vanderbilt just walk their way to the national championship and win another one. I'm glad. I'm actually glad Mississippi State took care of business. Now, what's still surprising to me, and I don't know if I've woken up from this dream yet, but it is still so surprising that Mississippi State had never won a national championship before. With their baseball history, all the great players they've had, no national championships. So I'm glad they finally got one. Um, really, they're going to have a target on their back this year. I, I, I could see them being one of the favorites to win it again, especially with Landon Sims. Um, and then my boy, R.J. Yeager, transfers from Mercer, going to start at second base for him. They're going to be a pretty good, damn good team. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we, we're not going to talk a ton about college baseball in this episode because Dimitri's not here. This is really just an introductory episode to get to know Dez, get to know Stoney. Um, really, I mean, we know each other, but we're not best of friends. Like we've talked probably three or four different times. Um, so really, this is just going to be a test episode to build some camaraderie, kind of see some insights, see some opinions on one another. And then that way our fans can kind of drift towards one person that they like and really hate other people on the show because people on social media talk about two things. We all know this things that they, that they love and things that they hate. So we need some hate on this show. We need some, some bickering back and forth, just a little stir up a little, you know, viral clips or people tweeting at us, things like that. I don't know. My head's going a million different miles an hour. I'm happy to be here. So Des talk to us about, what your plans are this year for college baseball. I know you're in Houston, Stoney, you're in Huntsville, Alabama. I'm in Macon, Georgia. We're all over the place. Dimitri's in Atlanta. What are your plans going to be? Cause you just shot a video at Rice university. Tell us about that. Tell us about what your plans are going to be in Houston coming up this year. Yeah, for sure. So we're, we're at the, I'll, I'll be selfish. So we're at the Mecca of college, college baseball. Texas lives and dies by college football and college baseball. And so being based in Houston today, we got to be at Rice University, did a little content with the Texas college baseball boys, and we did a little fungo golf at Rice. And shout out Coach Cruz, shout out to everyone at Rice um, that let us go out there and, and shoot content. Um, but I'll tell you this, they're dialed in. I mean, it was an off day for them. and Finally. I would probably say 80% of the team – was either taking hacks or doing band work or doing long toss. All everyone was dialed in, and and I asked Coach Cruz, I was like, "Hey, is this an off day?" He says, "Yeah." I was like, "You got eighty percent of your team here. That's that's fucking great." That so, place needed a culture change, man. I'm, I'm a diehard Rice fan. Everybody that listens to the podcast knows. I was talking so much crap about Matt Braga. He needed to get out of there. It was too big of a job for him. I'm glad they went with Cruz, even though. I did have some Berkman hope there. That's a different yeah. story. But, man, they needed a culture change, and that gets me excited about this team because Rice baseball, when it's good, I mean, it it just makes the whole game better. It's kind of like Notre Dame football. When Notre Dame football is good, everybody, you know, is locked in and, and enjoying games. So I'm glad to see no. Rice finally has a little culture change there. No, it, it, there's a 100% shift there, and I think they're going to attack the uh, old Vanderbilt-type scholarship angle uh here soon so they'll get back into the game so to say but the the thing that i loved about the culture shift was on an off day 80 percent of the roster was there doing work getting it 
and Coach Cruz, we talked for a few minutes, and it was just – he was just so excited. He was excited about all the guys that got out of the portal, all the guys coming in, and it's going to take time, right? We're not expecting Omaha for, for the Rice Owls, you know, like, like the early 2000s. But having a guy that's experienced it, having a guy that has the pedigree, having a guy that has, has had the city on his back, that sells when you recruit Houston. When you're recruiting Houston, you're going to have talent. Everything is going to go, you know, College Station's right up the road, Austin's right up the road, Waco's right up the road, even Tech, even going to East to LSU. But if you can hammer home the recruits of Houston, and obviously you have U of H and winning over there, but if you can start hammering recruits and bringing them in and attacking the portal as well with this new this new age of the transfer portal, good things can happen more quickly than what you thought. It's not a turnover of two or three years. It could be a year. And so – he was pumped up, and he and I talked about. It. I was like, "Hey, I was like, hey, Coach Cruz, I'm gonna be there for you know. Obviously, I'm a Longhorn fan. We have season tickets. I'm gonna be there for the Rice Texas match February 19th." And he was like, "Hey, it's gonna be a dogfight." So they're already prepared. They're already prepared as a coming into Austin against the number one team in the country to push them to the limit. They may lose, but I'm I'm gonna tell you that first game of the year, they're gonna push them to the to the brink, and that's just how you're wired. And like you said, it's a culture change. So I'm pumped to see that. I'm thankful they let us have an out. Uh, I think I'm going to go out to U of H. SFA reach out, go see uh, Cardenas and all and all that going on over there. But on the other side, just being in Houston, I want to be up in College Station. We have season tickets for the Longhorns game, so I'll be in Austin quite a bit. But also going out east to LSU and, and, and start embracing the SEC life as Texas is about to make that jump. And I'm excited about it. I'm really excited to see all these games. It's I'm, you know, at tops two hours from the best baseball in the country. And so I'm excited. And so we'll be able to do, have our content crew, have our video crew, and we'll just be live vlogging, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, on top of our debrief on the podcast as well. So expanding right. more, more information and more content for you guys to consume is the, the name of the game. That's what we're going to do. Yeah, and we're going to do some fun live events, too. Like, we're planning some tailgates, uh, Houston College Classic, which is something I always go to. Um, we're going to do something big with with Alex Bregman and, and a lot of fans there. So we have a lot of great plans this year. Um, I know with with Apollo Media here with us, we're going to follow through. 11.7 and not shine around the bush. When Dimitri gets here next episode, we'll talk about it. We didn't follow through on a lot of plans last year, and I feel terrible. Um, we had a couple of awards we never awarded to anybody. You know, the Golden Fungo, best, uh, or I guess the top Division One volunteer coach, and then the Kyle Lewis Mid-Major Player of the Year. Didn't follow through on that. We feel bad. So we're going to make it up to you guys this year. That's why we're partnering with Apollo Media. Uh, go to ApolloHOU.com. We're going to have our own college baseball tab where we're going to post all of our videos, all of our podcasts. Our merchandise is going to be on there. We're really going to change the game. Um, but, yeah, so really, I, I like what you said about Houston area being like the home of college baseball. Not the home of college baseball because that will always be Omaha, but you're four hours from potentially four or five different like regional host sites um, between Texas A&M, Texas, LSU, Houston, Rice, even Waco. Like Baylor's going to have a good team this year. Uh, I mean, in Dallas Baptist too. Dallas Baptist, you sneaky. They almost went to Omaha last year. So there's just so much college baseball around the area. Uh, Sam Houston State's always good. Stephen F. Austin's going to be good this year. Um, I'm excited for you, Des, because you're going to make a a lot of fun 
memories, a lot of friends, a lot of fans out there just going to different games, interacting with people, kind of like what you did with the Astros um, this past season. So what I was going to say, I completely just forgot. I'm going to let Stoney talk. He's been sitting there quiet. I'll, it'll come. Oh, I know what I was going to say. NIL deals. Let's talk about that, boys. The NIL passes, name, in it, image, likeness. These college baseball players can now start making money on their own brands, their own image. We're going to dip our toes into that this year. We're going to just not go all in because we're not 100% sure what our plan is, but we're going to have some athletes around the country who we love, who we interview. Um, we're going to build some brands for them, and we're going to look for unique people, you know, studs and maybe bench warmers who are funny. Uh, the NIL, we're going we're gonna to help because – there's probably two to 3% of college baseball players out there not paying for school. The rest are paying something with student loans or through mom and dad. Um, scholarships just aren't available. That's why we're called the 11.7 uh, podcast, making fun of the lack of scholarships in college baseball. So anyway, we can help not only players make a little bit of extra money, but volunteer assistants as well who aren't making a dime. We're going to do this year. Um, I know we're going to follow through on that. And there's no better place to start than um, right in the heart of Houston, man. Like Houston, there's so many mid-major schools, so many power five schools. And then, of course, Stony, you're in Alabama, not too far from uh, – I mean, Mississippi State's not too far. Ole Miss isn't far. You got the schools in Tennessee up there, Georgia. I'm over here in Georgia. We're going to make our, our way through the southeast coast this year um, with appearances and, and things like that, a lot more player interviews too. So um, between the MLB lockout, well, really, let's just talk about the MLB lockout. Des, you probably have a little bit more insider information, but do you think more people are going to consume college baseball this year and kind of get addicted to it? Not addicted to it, but watch more college baseball because the MLB is done? Or do you think they're just not going to watch baseball in general? I think by the time the lockout keeps going and college baseball kicks off, it'll be the epicenter of a volcanic explosion. Oh, wow. Of just college baseball content. And look, there's, there's seam heads, right? Which we are. Then there's your diehards of each individual school. And then there's a big gap between the fan that watches Supers and Omaha and everything else. That gap we're going to fill with content, with videos, with things that they'll be able to tell their friends and their family about. And that's what we're going to fill that void. And I'm not saying just us. There's other people out there. We, we had Carabas and, and Dallas Braden doing stuff. You had Mincy doing stuff. You had Ashland doing stuff. You had all these different content creators doing stuff. Where we're focused and dialed in, we'll be able to tap in and show the story of what college baseball really is. Right? The ghost of Rosenbaum. Give the ghost of Rosenblatt. <laughs> we're going we're to be able to talk about all these different things and fill that gap and void with the help of them as well to amplify all of that. And saying all of that, I think when we look back in five, ten years, 2022 is the jumping point for college baseball in the content new digital age world. That's no where doubt. my vision goes. No doubt. And one thing we've always preached on the show is the fastest way to call, to grow college baseball and make people aware and actually care about games other than like maybe their personal team is gambling. I've heard some rumblings. 
gotten some DMs from people saying that this might be the year that weekend series, um, especially SEC, Big 12, ACC, there's going to be gambling lines at DraftKings, Bovada, um, FanDuel, Barstool Sportsbook app. All of them are buying into this college baseball because from what Ben Mintz told me, uh, who works at Barstool, this summer during the, the regional, super regionals in Omaha, they were having so many new users on the Barstool Sportsbook. They were having so many bets being placed. There was just such a demand for it that like even Dave Portnoy was telling them like, hey, I'm going to be ripping on you just so, so I can tweet at you all the time, just so that I can build your brand better, uh, blah, blah, blah. Brandon Walker, who's big, big at Barstool as well, was tweeting about college baseball. Um, they saw how much it worked. And, and so this might be the year where there's going to be college baseball gambling available. Of course, Texas is an illegal state. Georgia is not a legal state. Alabama is not a legal state. So uh, it'd be tough for us. But what I'm getting at is those weekend series for just the degenerate gambler who maybe spends all his time researching college basketball, college football, NFL, NBA, these sports that he does, they, they don't really care about. They just want some action on games. It's going to be the same thing for college baseball. They're going to start doing their research. They're going to start caring about players, figuring out what teams score more runs than the other. Like they're going to, they're really going to buy in and and give a purpose to watch the game other than just enjoying it. So I think this might be the year, boys. I think this might be the year we lose a lot of money. <laughs> I paid. Stone knows this. I don't think you do, Ben, but I bet every over from the regionals all the way through supers. Yes. I remember you tweeting I about it for an entire Cabo trip because I was just lie betting and then smashing every bet that came. One it was one after, after the next. I was, I was actually in a buddy's wedding in Weimar, Texas, small town of 200 people maybe. And I'm like telling someone, I'm like, hey, here's my account information. I need you to go max bet every single over I'm about to <laughs> in, in this wedding. Just, just go all in because we're going to hit it because of the juice balls. I am I'm pumped for that. Was it the was it the Ole Miss Arizona series like the super regional? Please tell me it was. Is that one in the Mississippi State Notre Dame? Oh my I was God. literally Dude, texting Stoney. I was in <laughs> I was shots. actually in a wedding standing up and I was like, hey, I'm about to go up into this Catholic mass wedding. I'm gonna be, you know, stationed away for 90 minutes. I need you to just max bet this over the Mississippi State Notre Dame because I was like, hey, touchdown Jesus is not walking through that door. Home run Jesus is. And we're max betting it all, baby. We're doing it all. And Stoney did it real solid for me. Uh, What was his name? Nico Cavadas from uh, from Notre Dame hit that ball 550 feet out of the stadium. The furthest. (laughs) So I worked for the athletic department at Mississippi State for over two years. And. I saw, I've seen a lot of home runs. I saw Justin Foscu hit a bunch of home runs. Brandon Imitel and uh, BP hit moves all over the left field lounge, onto the condos. That Nico bomb, it was on. I wasn't there. I didn't get to see it in person. But as soon as it left the bat, I was just like, oh, my God, it's going to hit the scoreboard. That was 500. I can still feet. picture it. And I texted Des immediately. I was like, good fuck. That was it just long. disappears I, into no the darkness and the stadium goes silent and did you see, and then they start cheering like crazy like, even the mississippi state did fans did you see landon's <laughs> sin's face though ah uh, he just i don't remember it but <laughs> uh, yeah tip cap like sure might be the furthest baseball was, hit in the in the bb core area no doubt uh, I mean, 100%. I, yeah I'll, I'll tell my grandkids about this like that, that one that the one in miami late in the season onto the 
Oh, onto the, the parking garage. The one that landed in Cuba. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was the parking garage. It literally was JFK's Cuba <laughs> missing crisis. Like it was the, the furthest ball. That one and that one. Really it was bad. huge. Dude, it's just these moments I love but, about college baseball. Like we, we haven't watched a game in seven months, but we still remember some huge moments that are just so silly, but so fun to remember. Like that that's what makes the game so great. I mean, I could go down the list of, of just things from last year that, that I loved. Like the Tennessee... Uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on the kid's name, but the walk-off home run against Wright State. Yeah, Grand slam. Yeah, walk-off. I mean, dude, goosebumps, man. Uh, it, that play, like Lindsey Nelson was going absolute bananas for like two hours after the game. It, Tennessee turned into a baseball tool. The bat still hasn't landed. And the, the bat, bat flip oh was a million miles it's in the air. Gone. Yeah, dude. The, college the baseball content, is the best. I, the <laughs> I mean, content uh, from that was just, yeah. And, I mean, and the best thing is the other team doesn't get offended. Like in the MLB now, you get people like, oh, you showed me up. You know, you bat flipped, you threw it across the field, blah, blah, blah. Then the old, like, white haired baseball writers who suck at voting for the uh, Hall of Fame, they write their little articles about how Tim Anderson's disrespecting the game. Meanwhile, Wright State guys are just going, like, oh my God, that, like, the ball and the bat combined for a thousand feet. Um, so that's what makes the game so fun. It makes it so special. Cannot. I want to compound on what Des said earlier. Um, so with MLB lockout probably going to extend, we saw how big college baseball got last year. Just SEC and some yeah. ACC on ESPN Plus and everything. And then what everyone saw at Omaha, Dave Portman said it. He's like, this is the coolest thing we've seen in two years because of COVID. That was the first huge. Yeah sporting event that we got to see fans at and it was duty noble north and it was glorious for me but we saw how much energy was there with all of the fans there not just mississippi state but uh it was just amazing because everyone could see the greatness that college baseball actually is and now they're all going to start coming back here in february waiting for all these fans the texas fans the georgia fans there's going to be a lot of people in the stands here in the south and i'm assuming is going to start packing out as well. That's a really good point you it's brought up. Huge. I never realized that, but you're right. The College World Series was like the first sporting event with sold out stadium, no like capacity limits or nothing. Um, and yeah, I mean, of course, I don't even know if COVID, besides NC State, I don't know if Omaha, Nebraska, like even knows what COVID is because I mean, it felt like everything was just running normally. And of course, NC State gets it. I still have a like a conspiracy theory that, um, Vanderbilt kind of slipped the players some uh, some COVID, the NC State players COVID because they stood no chance. But um, yeah, I, I can just picture it now. Tim Corbin like yelling at some little like student manager intern like, "Hey, go go get some COVID and throw it on them. Throw it on their hotel room, you know." Something. I'm ready to pick beef with uh, Tim Corbin. I don't like. Him. Yeah, I mean, I I um, heard he's a great. I heard he's a great guy. Um, I know he doesn't sure. listen to the Whatever. show, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just over Vanderbilt in general. I think they're just too good, and they they bend the rules. They, since they're a private university, they can use like aid. They're holier than thou attitude. Fun yeah, money. fun money, but uh, you got to respect what they do. I mean, shoot, without Vanderbilt and what they've done, like I don't know if college baseball is what it is today. So. Um, I mean, they get guys, they get first rounders turning down the draft to go play college baseball, which is huge. huge. Um, but um, last thing I want to talk about, I, I didn't want this episode going too long just because Dimitri's not here. 
I want to introduce the guys. Last thing I want to talk about is, and I haven't brought it up yet, is we're going to be writing blogs this year. No paywall, no nothing. Uh, we're going to be blogging college baseball stuff, fun stories or uh, controversial takes or even things like top 10, whatever, like top 10 plays from this weekend, top three hitting performances. Like we're going to have some blogs that you can sit at your desk at work and read. Uh, no paywall, no nothing. It's going to be free. That's what's going to separate us from the best. Stoney did a great job blogging last year for uh, for Apollo Houston on college baseball topics. Uh, I'm a hu- I love blogging. I cannot wait to start. Dimitri, uh, he sits he sits on a computer all day anyway, so he's going to be blogging. Um, so between the video content, the written content we're going to do, and then the podcast, which I guess you could say is auditory, we're going to be coming through you for pretty much three of the five senses. Um, tailgates, you can touch us. Des said you can touch him wherever. Uh, what's the last? All, all taste them. The taste them. There we go. Yeah. And we'll, up uh, 45 and <laughs> 290. You can just give Des a big old lick on the cheek. Taste him. Um, but yeah. That's $5 a pop. Oh, though. easily. Yeah, it's $11.70 a pop to lick I'm, Des. I'm not, a, I'm not an expensive man. <laughs> um, anyways, though, I mean, the last thing I want to touch on other than the blog is just picking fun at us at 11.7. Uh, we just released our fourth logo in four years. Um, so it's our annual logo upgrade, but this one is sick. Um, for copyright purposes, I'm not going to say the team that we copied. Um, but if you look at like retro MLB logos, you can allegedly, you can probably figure out the team logo that we kind of used. Um, but I love it, man. It's sick. It's going to look sweet on, on merchandise and, um, and like our logos and stuff updated on social media. So, um, shout out to who's the, who's the guy. Who's who's your who's your logo guy, Des? Art yeah, guy. Ax. Axel. He does a bunch of stuff for you go to ApolloHOU.com. You can see all the designs we've done in the past. Uh, we're gonna have more that channels everywhere throughout the country. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're an SEC fan, a Big 12 fan, a ACC, Pac 12, mid major. It doesn't matter where you are in the country, we're gonna have gear merchandise for you guys, tailored for what you guys would wear, what the players would wear. Um, we've had a great relationship with the Astros here. They rock our stuff all the time. So we know what the pro players like to rock. We know what the college players know what's a rock. And I think to compound on the fact of the different avenues we're going to do this year of just not only the pod and the blogging, but everything else, we live in such a digital age where these college kids that are playing, uh, all they've known is TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And that's what we're, channeling and giving the content too because we it's so directly related to them and they're going to be able to consume it we're going to have our own awards right we talked about mm-hmm. we're going to create new stuff for the listeners to vote on for the guys to want to win and we'll ship it out we're going to find weird creative shit and we're going to have like these <laughs> awards going all over the country so we're just going to throw throw shit at the wall and see what sticks and we're just going to run right into that wall and so um to touch on all that the merchandise side of it all with the new logo and all that I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I can't wait to rock it. Can't wait to get some polos, all this stuff. We may even change the logo up to certain school colors if we get a big, you know, you know, wait, we're talking bingo, we're bingo, bingo, bingo. Now Why have we not thought of that? Let's go. A bit. <laughs> and so we could change the logo to whatever school is rocking certain stuff. So um, just a lot of cool stuff. If you have ideas, we'll do it. We'll figure it out. And that's what we do on our end at Apollo. Yeah. Closing statement, Stoney. That's going to be. That's going to be your thing from now on. You're going to be the last word of the podcast. Roger that. Uh, We're thrilled to be here. The Apollo 11.7 collaboration 
Air Raid, they're joining the college baseball podcast that ruled last year. It was it was road to Omaha and 11.7. Now it's just 11.7. So we're excited to be here. I think we should just go ahead and buy a duck anyway and name it Apollo. It's the podcast. Yes. Deck. Wait, wait. Um, we have to. All in. We have to touch on this. Um, I'm gonna briefly go over it. Um, yeah. Basically, last year on the Road to Omaha podcast, which was Dez and Stony last year, um, Dez, you made a promise to the people that if Oregon made it to the College World Series, you were gonna buy a duck and yeah. name it Apollo, and yes. you're going to do that again this year, and you're gonna mark it in concrete saying. If the Oregon Ducks make it to Omaha, you will buy a duck and keep it at the offices of Apollo. If the Oregon Ducks make it to Omaha, I'll, we have our lawyer coming in tomorrow to do some paperwork. I will make him notarize a full page <laughs> and have him sign it. I'll sign it, have him notarize it, whatever the lawyer's, lawyer talk. If the Oregon Ducks, and look, Phil Knight, you want to throw some ad money our way, you know, well, bada bing, bada boom, we'll figure that out. But I will name the duck Apollo, and I will be the biggest Oregon stand this side of the Mississippi. Yeah. And this year they don't have to worry about Paul area coming through town and ruining their Omaha dreams. I was, we were dangerous. I, I didn't even know how to buy a duck. I was like going to go to a neighborhood and <laughs> know steal that. a duck. I didn't know <laughs> the process of buying a duck. I was Googling it for hours. I was, had stress pimples that all up like yeah. Stony. What are we going to do? Like, cause it got so much traction. So we, so. we got to go find a duck. Yeah. I live in Alabama. So I think it's manageable. Yeah. So I, I will say yeah. on the very first episode of this new marriage that if Oregon makes it to Omaha, I will buy a duck and we'll have it here at the office. Market and per- permanent ink. I think we should do that. Every Sorry. every episode, one of us has to put a guarantee that if a team makes the playoff or the College World Series, you have to buy their mascot. So. Maybe I say I'll buy a bear if Mercer you're, makes it. I was it. literally saying you're rocking UCLA <laughs> right now. Are you, you're well, I was going to say if Mercer if Mercer made it to the College World Series, I'll buy a bear. Definitely have to buy a bear. I'll, if I'll ra- any bear mascot <laughs> team makes it, Ben's buying I'll a bear. I'll buy a bear. I'll raise a bear and like a three-month-old child <laughs> together. Kind of like um, – You got the jungle book rocking over who's there. The, uh, who's the UFC guy? Um, you're you're Khabib over there. You're, Khabib, you're having a kid yeah. wrestling a bear, and he's in. Went, look, this is a long-term investment. Now, in in 17 years, now we're we're UFC podcast, and we have your son <laughs> just being the champion of the world. Yes, yes. And once uh, once UFC becomes a college sport, we'll just start a college UFC podcast to go along with this. Yes. <laughs> Why, not? Why not? Anyways, fellas, I'm excited. I know our listeners. I know our fans are going to be pumped just because you guys are going to just contribute so much more content than what we were able to in the past. This is going to be fun. This marriage is great. It's my second marriage in six months. So um, I think that probably ties a record. But I'm excited. I know you guys are (laughs) pumped. Dimitri, he's very excited. He's just doing other things right now. Um, He'll be on the next episode. We're going to be – we're back started full-time. College baseball season starts today. Um, Really starts – February 18th, but today our content is 30 days out, I think. 30 days out, about 27 once the podcast gets Welcome. released. Um, if you guys have any suggestions for us, please DM us. Our DMs are open. Um, you're at Apollo Des on Twitter, right? At Apollo Des one. Apollo Des one, and you're Apollo Stony now? That is correct. And then I'm, I think, Ben underscore Upton five. But 
if you if you want to DM me, just DM me eleven point seven. I think it's eleven point seven podcast or something like that. You'll find it. Um, anyways, great show today, fellas. We'll be back. We'll do one episode a week until the season starts, and then we're back up to two episodes a week. Um, check out ApolloHOU.com. We're going to have our own college baseball tab there, merchandise. But check out their other stuff, man. They do an awesome job with if you're an Astros fan, Rockets fan, Texans fan. Um, you guys also do uh, – what else do you guys do? I'm trying to think. Yeah, U of H. We're doing a bunch of stuff. We're expanding. Yeah. Uh, our portfolio is Houston-based, but we're going to go cover it all. That's yeah. the goal for 2022 on our end. Yeah, and if you guys are in the Houston area, I'm sure Des will let you take a tour of the office. Just 100%. let them let know. It's sick. It looks like a little mini barstool office, really. Um, a lot of different rooms, uh, recording stuff. But we're uh, we're excited for the season, man. February 18th can't come soon enough where I can have six different TVs on six different ESPN Plus or SEC Plus, ACC Plus games. Um, I, I can't wait, guys. And I know we're going to kill it this year. So uh, that'll wrap up the show. We'll be back next week. And uh, we're going to take over this college baseball universe, really. Amen. Bye.